The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of myself and my guests and do not reflect those of the Walt Disney Company or anyone else's employers. Yeah! <laughs> hey, Mater, want to race? Uh, well... Come on! <laughs> Look at you, all charged up to race. But I don't have a chance against... No! Come on, Lightning! Let's race! Just letting you know I'm going to be gone because I'm heading back east to go to my sister's wedding. Wait a minute. You have a sister? Whoa! Goggles of mine, man. It must be ages since you've seen her. What if I go with you? Really? Let's make it a road trip. There's thousands of things to see. With just the tiniest little taste of death. <laughs> oh, dear mother. I'm guessing this is the beginning of something great. You got that right. <laughs> we wander the back road. This is so cool. Make new friends. Hey, where are you guys headed? I gotta rinse off this old baggage. Ah. Whoa, look at you. What about me? Can't mess with perfection. I spy with my little eye. Two clackety kitty cars. Points for pageantry. Ah, ah, fuck it this is not what I expected. Whoa! All the bumps along the road. That's what makes life worth living. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Come on. Look, you picked the last stop. World's largest tire maze. McQueen! Mater! McQueen! Mater! McQueen! Parrots, streamed on Disney+. Plus. Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast without a cool acronym. The podcast where we review Disney television animation shows and sometimes shows that are made by Pixar. I'm your host Chandler Darroshay. Um Joining me on the podcast today via Discord, we have D Gill. The G in D Gill stands for Get Her Done. <laughs> Scott Sandler. It's a truck thing. And joining us for the very first time here on the podcast, you know her from the Twitter account, at Thespis64, and her YouTube channel, also Thespis64, as well as appearances on The Emperor's New Podcast, and her Patreon request that got Tony Goldmark and friends to to talk about three episodes of Bluey, ladies and gentlemen, Zoe Taylor-Duncan! Hello, what is up, everyone in internet land? I use this exact same intro when I was on the Emperor's New Podcast, and I'm sticking with it, damn it. Just kidding, yeah. I'll probably drop it later. <laughs> I know the One feeling. Moment. Uh, yeah, for those uh, wanting to hear more of my voice, uh, that episode of the Emperor's New Podcast was uh, the episode that covered the Emperor's New School episodes, uh, Fortune Cookie Day and uh, Gold Fools, I believe. 
However, note that that episode is presented as originally created and may contain outdated cultural depictions of myself and my gender identity. So today we are here to talk about Cars on the Road, the nine-episode series that dropped on Disney Plus on Disney Plus Day, which uh, it's funny because the whole thing with Disney Plus Day was that originally it was on the anniversary of the launch of Disney Plus. But then they moved it, and it was... Uh, well, they they moved it to be a day zero of uh, of D twenty three. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's not was... like it's not like any news from the expo was going to dominate the weekend anyway. I was going to say like any yeah, other news was going to dominate that weekend anyway. <laughs> yeah, because um, of course on that day, um, the Queen of England passed away. so it's funny because they were like oh we're gonna dominate the news cycle and it's gonna be great and then that happened and they're like well shit wait wait so you're telling so you're telling me charles has to knight mater now (laughs) unfortunately yes i mean it wasn't like disney disney day was a total bust after all we had great movies like pinocchio run run well we got the yes well and they only they had the whole list of projects, and the and more amounted to an Andor preview, uh, an Andor preview thing. Uh, the cast reveal for the first Disney Plus season of Dancing with the Stars, and Ooh, I don't care, <laughs> and probably the and easily the biggest of the ones that weren't announced beforehand. A BTS concert movie, which which honestly isn't all that bad. We we might not be into the K-pop stuff, but it's oh yeah, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's just fine. Yeah, uh, and it's, it's just still, not my thing. It's also the heaviest of that of that group of content by by running time. And hey, we oh, finally yeah. got Thor: Love and Thunder on Disney Plus, and I think we can all agree that it's entirely uncontroversial to call that a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like I love Thor: Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, so of course, um, the whole premise of this series is that um, Lightning McQueen and Mater are going on a cross country road trip from Radiator Springs to somewhere on the East Coast. We're not really sure where. Um, and the reason for that is because uh, Mater's like, "Oh yeah, my sister's getting married," and everyone's like, "Wait, you have a sister?" <laughs> Literally everybody, not just everybody in Radiator Springs, everyone watching at the same time is going, wait, what? What? <laughs> Since when? Because the way, the way, because of this crazy universe that they, that, of stuff they try to parallel with the real world, it's basically, the, the assumption is these beings have sisters or siblings, like Bender has siblings. But even then, he got a he got a soda machine pregnant. So who the hell knows? Well, I mean, mm. I think we've always known that there have been siblings because, I mean, we had the twins, which you know they're obviously siblings, right? Yeah, probably. Which of course they show up in a, in one of these, and the way that they do is very funny. I mean, uh, I mean, strip the king. Weathers had a dad, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, that's right. I think I think both of the king's parents. Or 
Uh, it was it was his no, dad no. and his it was his dad and his wife, I think. Right. Yeah. No, and that's he had right. a kid. Yeah. He did. Yeah, in Cars Three. Oh, I've, I haven't seen Cars Three in a while. I, I haven't seen Cars Three either. So, so of course, when when Cruise shows up later, it's like, oh yeah, I don't know anything about Cruise. I I saw Cars Three in theaters, liked it fine enough. I didn't really feel a need to watch it again. <laughs> Well, I actually have a bit of an interesting history with Cars because uh, right as it was coming out, I made the move from Texas to Virginia. I was 10 years old at the time and it was my first move. I was freaking out. It was a massive cross-country move that we had never done before. I was leaving all my friends behind. It was rough to say the least. And so to help me out, when we got to Virginia, my dad took me to go see cars on the big screen and it was, it was awesome. And I've kind of grown up loving the cars movies. Yes. Even cars too. I give it a fair shake. It's actually kind of funny because I remember the press tour when, um, he who must not be Hawaiian shirted, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, said he was on, on the press tour for cars. He was looking out the window at the different, uh, places he was going to and was thinking, you know, what would Mater do in this or what would Lightning do with this? And that snowballed into Cars 2. And I was watching the show and I was just thinking, wow, this is kind of what Cars 2 should have been. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. It's kind of a, um, it, it's kind of has a similar setup to Cars 2 as well, where the inciting incident basically is that Mater uh, gets Lightning involved in these wacky adventures kind of non-consensually, just like assuming his best friend is going to come along and he's like, yeah, okay, I guess I'll do that. Yeah, that's cartoon <laughs> logic. What are you going to do? Yeah, of course. I did see the first Cars in theaters, but not two or three. And it was my first Pixar film in theaters since Monsters, Inc. Mm. And my last until Toy Story 3. Huh, you kind of missed out on a bunch of, on a bunch of great yeah, ones, didn't you? Yeah. As I've immersed myself in the animation fandom, I'm kind of been kicking myself. For whatever reason, I didn't, yeah, I didn't see Up in theaters, but I think I've seen, like, most of the other ones. Uh, Up, Up is the first movie I remember seeing in theaters. You young whippersnapper. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, as long as we're talking about our history with the Cars franchise, I I have seen all three of the movies at least once. Two and three in theaters. I don't ever remember seeing the first one in theaters. And of the three, I'll say the first movie really holds up. I've I kind of went through like a week or so last summer where I basically fixated on the first movie after a while. And yeah, I still believe it holds up really well. I think, the, I think the first one definitely holds up for sure. Yeah, uh, certain certainly better than Cars two. Um, yeah, and like I said, <laughs> not I to mention the original Cars has like the best Happy Meal tie-in line ever. <laughs> mm -hmm. Except maybe for the uh, the Runaway Railway ones because those are pretty awesome. Mm. Wait, what, what about what about the clamshell the clamshell Disney V the Disney clamshell VHS train? Yeah, it's a little before my time. I'm sorry, I know I've told this story Continue. before, but that is the one and only time I've gone out of my way to collect McDonald's Happy Meal toys. Never again. It was worth <laughs> it. I'm not doing it again. It was so much hassle for, you know, uh, they're, they're great, but yeah. <laughs> um, and I guess I might as well tell my road trip story. Well, actually, I have a couple road trip stories. Um, the first big road trip I think we really did was, of course, moving from Las Vegas to Florida. 
And that one, um, we, uh, we we made it as fun as possible. We made sure we were stopping at different places we wanted to go. Um, the biggest one was we made sure that we spent a whole day in New Orleans, and that was amazing. Mm. Uh, New Orleans was so cool. Uh, but we also went to, like, uh, the Riverwalk in San Antonio, and, um, of course, it took a couple days to get across Texas, because Texas is so flipping huge. Uh, i trying to think what else. Oh, we did the Boardwalk Bullet in Kima, Texas, which was awesome. Over at uh, Kima Boardwalk. But then, of course, the other road trips I've gone on more recently um, have been with friends, and... Pluggo, Pluggo, I have a whole series about the the one that I did last year that I'm still working on. I'm up to editing the Cedar Point video, and once that's done, then it'll be kind of the home stretch, because then it's Kings Island, Kentucky Kingdom, Dollywood, and Carowinds. So we're almost done with that, and then I'll be able to start on my videos about Busch Gardens Williamsburg and Kings Dominion, and then the road trip I went on this year with um, the road trip I went on this year with Jonathan Harm, where we went around the Midwest and went to a couple of parks we hadn't been to before. Mm. Most notably, Six Flags Great America, which was very fun. But also, like, Lost Island in Iowa, which is this really quirky little park that just opened, and it's great, and I more people need to go to it. Biggest problem is it's just it's so hot and there's no shade. <laughs> Um, just because mm. it's brand new and they didn't have the money to bring in like all sorts of fully grown in trees. But it's a nice place. If you're in Iowa, definitely check it out. My dad and I would go on uh, road trips every August um, from the time I was nine until I guess, well, there were there were a couple, there was one break year, but um, the last one was my junior year right before my junior year of talks into like the wee hours of the night i think and and in our first year was the our first year was 2003 which so we were traveling through ohio and it was quite the long one and we'd see some street lights on and then we'd get to the like this little hotel we were at, and they were talking about a, and like we were on the phone with his parents, and they were talking about a blackout, and we were like, "What blackout?" And it it was kind of nuts because like everyone else was would be more panicky, and we were like, oh, "Okay, yeah, a little spooky, yeah, a little spooky." Speaking of spooky, well, we'll get we'll get to that in a minute. And um, the one year where that one was really fun road trip was my first trip out west, which I believe was yeah, it was two thousand six because um my dad it was year we visited my Colorado friend, and I remember photo that being in my bar mitzvah montage thing. So, uh, of course, after the, the whole setup and the, the title sequence, the first episode... Really cute title um, by the way. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I really like the title sequence. Um, they a little come short, across... but I, I think that's more a uh, symptom of the times. Yeah. Hmm. They come across, like, a, a dinosaur park, uh, which I love how all of these are obviously, like, inspired by you know, real roadside attractions. And actually, it's funny because 
Um, there's even a reference when uh, Lightning is talking about how Mater picked the last uh, the last stops, including the world's largest lug nut, which is something that actually exists on the Cars road trip thing at Disneyland Paris. <laughs> which is really funny because that whole attraction looks very, um, what's the word for it? Uh, not good. <laughs> and, it, and so this is making fun of that, which I think is really funny. Well, of course, after the world's oh, largest man, lug nut, they then visit Carhenge. They're so lost, they drove all the way to England. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's not an American thing, but whatever. Well, it's and easy the when world's you largest tire maze, which doesn't look that big. Um, yeah, so they have it upon this, uh, this dinosaur park, which, uh, yeah, Cartaceous Gardens. <laughs> yep. And basically all of the dinosaurs are, like, plays on, obviously, different cars, of co- because of course they are. Can't get enough of those mm-hmm. car puns. Of course. I swear this was a Netflix TV show at one point. <laughs> so how did they, like, how did they, how did they run if there's a fossil fuels? Look, we, we'd be here all day if we questioned the logic of the Cars universe. Well, there's one Ooh. other thing that happens in this that I really want to talk about. <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah, yeah th- so... This is the uh, scene, but this is one of the scenes, by the way, that I saw a Twitter clip of before watching the full episodes. And it ca- kind of sold me on the show, this scene where uh, Lightning is uh, just explaining these dinosaurs offhanded to Mater. And yeah. he uh, uh, and it cu- it cuts to a flashback of him like driving in Max trailer watching this dinosaur documentary, and I'm like, huh, that's a cute detail. Lightning's a dinosaur nerd. He'd he'd get along well with Aaron Mitchell. Yay! Yes, I love that. <laughs> um, and of course, uh, Mater's like, well, I don't want to go to this. This seems like school. I don't want to learn nothing. And um, he's kind of just uh, bored, and then he ends up falling asleep, and kind of has this uh, this uh, dream that's very much inspired by the movie that was playing on the wall. <laughs> the so movie like with the stop motion, stop motion, stop motion dinosaur movie, which I really love how they emulated um, like claymation like that. It was very cool. I love seeing that. Yeah, very, it felt very Harryhausen-y. There's not really a whole lot else to say about that one because it's kind of, it kind of just starts things off and. Um, then Mater's like, well, I guess I actually did learn something. Um, uh, and uh, he on. learned how to learn things. He learned how to learn things. He learned that he can learn, 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 learn sometimes. And then we get to, uh, Lights Out, which is, uh, of course, they're driving and it's raining horribly. A.K.A. And... the Haunted Mansion episode. Yeah, yes. did anyone well, else notice the title card looked like the post outside the Haunted Mansion with yes, the metal... Oh, I yeah. love that so much. And then I think before that, uh, when they're driving up to the place, uh, the sign for the actual motel gets struck by lightning, so it's also the Tower of Terror. And mm. it's also, of course, the Overlook, because it's a hotel, obviously, and there's there's multiple shining references. Oh, so like, many in a shining row. references. And the whole interior is very much modeled after the Overlook, which I love so much. I gotta wonder, though, if there's cars ro- rolling around inside this hotel, like, like how do the carpets stay clean? I, oh. I work at a movie theater where we consistently get like stuff spilled over it, and I am asking the same thing every day I come into work. <laughs> uh, yeah, because basically, um, at first, Mater's the one that's freaked out, and Lightning's like, don't worry, it'll be fine. And then Mater conks out, which, by the way, also the fact that there's headboards. 
Like, why are there headboards? Well, I guess since they backed into it, so they'd be kind of baseboards, I guess? Baseboards, yeah. It's like, they, they, just, they just leave them on the floor. They don't really need anything else. <laughs> Luxury plush uh, parking spaces. Yes. Mm-hmm. Luxury plush parking spaces. Yeah. And so a hotel in the Cars universe is basically a glorified parking lot? Yes, it's a multi-story parking lot. So a parking garage, hmm. then? Yes, it's a yes. parking garage. I mean, I mean, the logic of this whole motel is kind of on shaky ground in the first place. Like, there's that scene where, uh, there's that scene where uh, Lightning runs into the twins Mia and Tia, who look like a Shining twins, and he's yes, trying to he's trying to turn around in the hallway, but it's too narrow for him to like. Why would they even build the hallway that narrow? They're all cars, aren't they? Yeah. My mom pointed this out because we were watching these together on uh, the first couple. And my mom pointed this out. She's like, so he can't turn around in that one hallway, but then later he turns around no problem. I'm like, yeah, the squash and stretch rules, like, you know, just do not matter in this. And I'm just sitting there making an Austin Powers joke. <laughs> and and you bring up the uh, na- the narrow hallways, and, and I was thinking of how big the spaces would need to be at the, well, later on at the circus. Um, like for each car's seat, but that's already something explored just in the first minutes of the franchise because of the racing stadiums. Yeah, mm. <laughs> it looked like with that, like they entered at the top and then could like go down. There were like small gaps, but not not big enough that it would you know like be painful to do that. Like the the width of the. The width of the cars would it may at least be two seats per, well, row. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, and I, I I like how like the 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 brutal thing that happens instead of you know obviously seeing de- you know dead bodies on the floor is uh, me and Tia get crushed and then turn into ghosts. Ugh. Which means that we have more ghost cars. I, I could not stop Oops, thinking of that joke car. the whole episode. Just cars land is full of ghost cars. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, he gets back to the hotel after this massive uh, chase sequence. With was that a hearse? Yeah, some something like that. It was, like a, like it was a huge. It was tricked also, out we, we can't skip over the other scene. big shining reference. We can't skip over the other big shining reference, which is the antifreeze coming out of the elevator. Oh yes, <laughs> and Lightning's just like that's a lot of antifreeze. It's a lot of fish. It's a lot of fish. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Do you want to do karate in the garage? Holy crap! Uh. <laughs> And yeah, of course, Lightning gets back, and Vader's like, wow, I slept great! Lightning's like, ugh. Yeah, as a college kid, I felt that in my soul. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that every time I get chased by Car Satan in my dreams. Wait, how often have you been chased by Car Satan in your dreams? Does it not happen to you that often? If, if I had a nickel for every time I've been chased by Car Satan in my dreams, I'd, ha- I'd have two nickels. Which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. <laughs> Did did they use up their Christine references elsewhere, or? Oh, probably. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess the possessed car doesn't really do a whole lot in the Cars universe because they're all possessed. 
<laughs> I guess Christine would kind of be like the Michael Myers of the Cars universe, wouldn't she? Yeah. <laughs> um, so then, of course, the next one, um, they uh, they end up somehow on this road that ends up just stop. Like it, the road just stops existing, and it's like this whole like um, this whole salt valley, basically. So lost. They drove all yeah, the way to typical Crete. Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they drove all the way to Crate. Um <laughs> and they come across land speed racers. Not to be confused with race cars. These guys are like the the really super tricked out cars that just you know, their whole purpose is just going fast. And not to be confused with Speed Racer the anime. Correct. Not to be confused with Speed Racer. Although there is a Japanese guy in this, a Japanese car. Yes. He's <laughs> the the guy who mods Mater Noriyuki, which by the way, that's the Japanese text that's written on the side of Mater's mods is his name. Okay. Nice. And this isn't the first time Mater has gotten modded by someone either, at least. <laughs> not well, not even the first time he's gotten modded by Japanese cars. Right, exactly. Of course, those were tall tales, so of course it's uh, ambiguous whether those actually happened or not. No, this is canon. What? Honestly, I think I think all of those probably did happen just because Mater's life is so insane. Well, it would like, make one. Like, I wouldn't put it past him, considering what we find out <laughs> about his sister later in the series. Right. So, uh, and, and, and and later when he's like he's racing and, and he's going like he like breaks the sound barrier and then his stuff starts coming apart and he ends up almost crashing. Okay, but speaking of the uh, the canonicity of various things in the Cars franchise. Mater's whole through line uh, throughout this episode is that he wishes he could go as fast as lightning, and he achieves that through these mods. However, at the end of Cars 2, he, we, we know that he kept the rocket boosters that the spy people gave him, so he could just use those right. if he wanted to go fast. This leads into my conspiracy, the this leads into my conspiracy theory that... Uh, as of Cars 3, Cars 2 is no longer canon. Yeah, well, that sounds about right. I mean, you figure here that at the very least he left those boosters at home. Yeah. Well, they're like built into him, aren't they? Maybe, I don't or know. Or they would be if they ever existed. Ooh. Well, I think, I think the other thing with Cars 2 is that it was originally kind of set up to be like a feature-length version of one of those Tall Tales shorts. Yeah, pretty much. Which it kind of would work as that, just mm -hmm. hopefully with less ableism. <laughs> Despite not even being 11 minutes, these are still longer than the Tall Tales, right? Mm, a couple of them are a little longer than these ones, like uh, Time Travel Mater, I'm pretty sure is longer than these. Yeah, and there's like the, the Radiator Springs 500 and a half and other ones like that. Yeah. I think these all these these feel right at home, and honestly, watching them all together, it almost is like another Cars movie. Which hey, I, nothing I, wrong with that. Yeah, but I think it works very well as a series like this. Um, and so I think the craziest thing that happens in in the Salt Fever episode is that when Mater almost crashes, he has a, as the description says, an out of chassis experience. <laughs> So that's two episodes where, back to back where we see two different depictions of car death. Yes. <laughs> hey, hey, kids, let's watch cars on the road die. Hey, kids, one of our happy car friends just died. <laughs> Very gruesomely. Mom, Dad, can we gruesomely crash when we go home? That looks fun. <laughs> oh, so that's where I parked. Uh, <laughs> this podcast has been ruled unsuitable for advertisers. <laughs> 
It is, however, found hilarious. Uh, Mater basically kind of cheats death. <laughs> he he, because uh, uh, she's the the speed demon. He's like, well, you don't look like a demon. She's like a, a one of the mod cars, but she has wings. Cheated um, hmm. death, and you didn't have to. No, I said I'm a speedy man. Didn't even have to yeah. play chess to do it either. <laughs> right. <laughs> All cars that, go to heaven. The thing that blew my mind about this is when he's going back into his body. He opens his door. He opens yeah. the door. He opens the this door. Is, this is a question that has been. I don't think we've ever seen this, that happen before. This is a question that has been plaguing the Cars fandom ever since the first one, when Minnie and Van lock their doors. When when they think yeah, lightning's crazy. Like, what is the point? Like like. What is the point of that? I, I mean, I guess we found out they can open each other's doors and steal their like, internal organs. Oh my god. <laughs> the, uh, I don't even know what else to just like that just like blew my mind. I'm like, oh my god. And that, it also that's filled totally Mater. a thing. <laughs> yeah, and it also blew Mater's mind, exactly. <laughs> um but the and, and also he's you know, when he's talking to the speed demon, he's like, Oh and she's like, I, I never thought you'd go out like this and Mater's like, honestly, this seems about right. <laughs> Yeah, just, re just referencing the redneck subculture of hold my beer and watch this, y'all. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. which if there was any way for Larry the Cable Guy to go out, <laughs> that's why I take Prilosec OTC each morning for my freaking heartburn. Because it gives me a big fat zero heartburn. <laughs> Speaking of drugs, um, <laughs> earlier in the episode. Earlier in the episode, I believe it's Lightning who uh, who calls the uh, Speed Racers crackpots. Yeah. Now, I'd ask if crack exists in the Cars universe, but as I'm we've sure seen from does. Fillmore, I think it's pretty safe to say that weed exists, so why not? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so, and of course, that ends with everyone being, like, you know, blown away by Mater and... Wanting him, wanting him to race for them, and he's and he and Lightning are like, "Yeah, let's go." <laughs> let's let's just end this episode right here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the next one is the legend, where basically they're out, um, kind of camping. Which, not sure why they'd really need a campfire, but whatever. And Mater ends up um, agreeing to have both of them help out a bunch of cryptid hunters. <clears throat> Uh -huh. And they're searching Which, for Bigfoot, even though shouldn't it be Big Wheel or something like that? Yeah, literally. Yeah, because I was saying they said you know stuff like Mothman and Bigfoot, and I'm just like, hi, yeah. how do you know what those are? Yeah, but everything you know else in are. this franchise has been a car pun. Literally everything else. Did they? Did they just like were the were the people that write all the car puns like off that day? Know, maybe, like what happened? Here? I don't know. Maybe they thought Big Wheel was too similar to Big Weld from Robots. Uh, yeah, maybe. Well, well, I think that's probably why they made Bigfoot a monster truck, because yeah. obvious reference. That made sense. Just play the, mm -hmm. the clip of the theme song from the show. Bigfoot and the big machines. <laughs> of course, uh, that monster truck, her name is Ivy, and she's cool. I like her. There was that flashback where they show her at the monster truck rally, and they had the living cars lined up to be smashed by this monster truck. Did yeah, they, did how, those guys sign a that... waiver? Do they have a death wish? Uh, Haven't uh, we seen like a demolition derby in cars before? Wasn't that a thing well, too? 
You know, yeah, are sure, they depressed? At least, at least there they were competing to be the ones to not be smashed by the end. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe that's like the Cars version of like uh, uh, of like consensual uh, suicide. I don't know. <laughs> Assisted suicide. But yeah, after they make friends with Ivy, they decide to scare off the cryptids by basically putting on a uh, not spare, not scary farm maze. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, they they uh, they uh, have lightning and uh, Ivy pretend to be aliens and uh, and they're like sucking the life force out of Vader. <laughs> and the the cryptid hunters like you know bail and Vader's like, well, that's cold. They didn't even try to save me. <laughs> Jordan Peele's Nope, now on streaming. <laughs> <laughs> and this is kind of what I was getting at earlier with the uh, canonicity or lack of same of the Cars tunes. Um, one of them was where um, Mater found a little UFO named Mator. And that's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. And I'm Mator. just like, and I'm just like, wait a second. Lightning McQueen is kind of dressing up like Mator there. Mm. At there's cultural appropriation. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> and their new friend is Ivy, voiced by newly minted Emmy winner Quinta Brunson of Abbott Elementary. Yay! Mm. That's cool. And uh, she ends up joining them for a little bit, but um, the next episode, they go to a car wash as the cold open before the, the title sequence. Um. <laughs> Ivy goes through and gets all cleaned up and looks amazing, and then Mater goes through and it's like, he looks exactly the same. Hey, can't mess with perfection. Exactly. The car wash that's basically like a giant hollowed-out statue of a submarine. Is that supposed to be a reference to uh, Storybookland canal boats boats where you drive through a monstro at Disneyland? Well, I think we know what's the attraction now. (laughs) (laughs) Hold your breath and go. That's how you cool off now. Yes, that's the new water ride coming to coming to Cars Land. Hey, they've got to find some way to cool guests off while they're renovating Splash Mountain. Yeah, yes, please. I miss Princess Dot's Puddle Park so much <laughs> because you could just dip your flip flops into the water and just be good for like the next couple hours. Yeah. Um. So the next one, of course, they find a circus, and Lightning apparently hates clowns. Mom McQueen, we gotta go see, gotta go see that it, new it movie. And there's really a whole lot to say about this one because it's kind of just all these different circus cars doing stuff. It was and... the Madagascar Three excursion. Yeah, it's it's very <laughs> fun. It's just like there's there's not really a whole lot to say about it because it's all just spectacle, except for the fact that the ringleaders appear to be lesbians. Yeah, they I think they are, which is kind of nice. It's that, um, it's that bit from although putting them in a circus doesn't. Maybe not. Maybe not the best. Eh. Well, they're having fun doing it, so that's all I care about. Yeah. Uh, they have like the thing where, um, like in a in a actual circus, it, it's like this. It, it's almost like a carnival ride, but they like it, it's not actually a carnival ride because they're like going along the outside and the inside of it as it's spinning. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. I like that. Um. Uh, and then Ivy ends up uh, being called up to be a volunteer, and basically, she does an act that is 
Um, sort of a, a riff on her old career as a monster truck, where instead of actually crushing the cars, she um, looks like she's going to, but lands and then dances around them. Oh, in the build-up to that act, uh, of course, Mater and Lightning are the only ones in the audience right now. And, and they're watching uh, Ivy about to do this jump, and they're both, like, really nervous about it. Like, ooh, what's gonna happen? I would have laughed my ass off if Lightning had been cheering for her to fucking crush some of those clowns. Because <laughs> it's established all throughout the episode that he hates the clowns. It, it, yeah, but I think even Lightning is empathetic enough to be like, okay, I, I hate clowns, but I don't want them to get killed. <laughs> they, they could have had him fearfully fantasize about clowns on the road. Wait for the theme song makeover. By the way, I can say fuck on this <laughs> podcast, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, and Ivy ends up staying with the circus, and Lightning and Mater continue on. It was around this point that I uh, started to notice that the credits for these episodes uh, kind of do the same thing that Monsters at Work did, where the credits music is just a thematically uh, appropriate remix of the title theme. I guess with the with the circus kind of horns and stuff, it made it more noticeable. Yeah. Than than the pre than the previous episodes. And then um, there is what is I think. Yeah, the shortest episode of the bunch, which is Trucks, where basically Lightning and Mater go to the truck stop. Lightning goes inside, and then, yeah, there's basically just this whole music video, because at the beginning, uh, Lightning and Mater are talking about, um, well, Mater is is, uh, talking about how uh, he wishes he were a real truck, and Lightning's like, well, of course you're a real truck, which, yeah, he is literally a truck. A tow truck. A tow truck. Mm Mm-hmm. See, it's just a metaphor for uh, it's, it's just a metaphor for any like subgroup, like uh, and the one person who's like, "Oh, I wish I was in this group." It's like you literally are, though. Yeah. And of course, the rest stop episode comes after the last full episode of the halfway point. Ah. Because hmm. f- nine episodes, four and a half, round that to the full five. And what better way to round something out than a big uh, musical number? A musical number it, that, in true Disney acid sequence fashion, by, 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 by the end, all the trucks are going through Tron, basically. Yeah. And, and then Rainbow Road. Uh, is that why Tron is taking so long? First off, that song slaps. Mm-hmm. Oh, it does, yes. yeah. Yeah, that is a really catchy song. Uh, so much so that Lightning's humming it at the end. Uh, second yeah. off, who isn't? Uh, second off, uh, and then they, they do. They... And then Mater has it back in his head, or, or like I think not only the end ending, but also the, um, the po- the mid credit sequence <laughs> is about it. Yeah, but yeah. or am I... but then also there there's a bit towards the middle where it cuts to lightning in the in in the rest stop. He's going going through all, sifting through all the merchandise, and he's like. Uh, he's like, oh, the personalized gas caps. Ugh, they never have my name. Oh, they, ne- they never have my name. <laughs> we are all out of Bort license plates. Hey, I, f- I feel that. My name is D. Gill, for crying out loud. Try and find that on a, on a mug. So that's, that's, that's funny to think about, considering that Lightning McQueen's real first name, canonically, is Montgomery. Wait, where was that confirmed? <laughs> I'm, 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 not, I'm not sure, but I'm 
I'm, I, I have seen him referred to before as Monty, quote, Lightning, unquote, McQueen. Well, holy crap. Wiki confirms it. Montgomery McQueen. It, it also kind of um, so reminded me of a place called uh, Vanellope's Song and Ralph Breaks the Internet. Oh, yeah. yeah Slaughter Race. kind of. <laughs> Montgomery. I didn't even know that. <laughs> I bet I bet Carly probably did though. Pro- Carly probably already knew that. I'm gonna have to ask her. Anyways, moving on. Uh, moving on. Oh, that's that's so, nothing. Wait until you figure out what Donald Duck's middle name is. Um, isn't it Fauntleroy? Yeah. Fauntleroy. I did know that because I think that act- that fact is actually on one of. Hang on, let me turn my camera on. Um, I don't have the exact one, but these glasses, these Walt Disney World glasses, one huh. of them has that fun fact on there. Uh-huh. Amazing. So I already knew that. Um, so yeah, the B-movie one is fun because basically they stumble upon the production of this very campy B-movie and Lightning's talking about how the director is like a super famous horror director and uh, she makes a point of only using uh, practical effects and... Mater's like, what does that mean? He's like, none of that, like, CGI stuff. And it's it's really funny to hear a computer-generated talking car <laughs> complaining about computer-generated imagery. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks so fake and lifeless. Cut to the Little Mermaid trailer. <laughs> One of these days, Lightning McQueen is going to get his own space jam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, athletes aren't really that great of actors unless they are also wrestlers. I wonder how that came to be. Exactly, unless they're like John Cena or like uh, Dave Bautista. Yeah, all all the best. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson, all the best like actors and and um and athletes are are wrestlers, which because, makes so much sense because so much of wrestling is acting. It's funny when you can, yeah, it's funny when, yeah. you, when you consider that way back in the first movie when Lightning's having his fantasy of taking over Dinoco, one of the things he fantasizes about is being the star of an action movie where he fights fucking tripods. Uh, but yeah, Lightning is like really terrible, but Mater actually like absolutely shines at acting. And they keep casting him as different things, which so my question is, I'm like, okay, so who's taking over those roles, or does it matter? They they just they just have the one guy playing all the bit parts. It's like Jim Carrey in Series of Unfortunate Events. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the the whole time with this with this movie, I just I'm like I'm I'm like I'm just getting killer clowns from outer space kind of vibes from this. I'm like they need to combine like the the aliens with the clown cars, and there we go, killer clown cars from outer space. Oh, this this was a very troubled production. Later on. At the end of the episode, they scrap the whole thing and cast Ivy as the lead in this new musical. They they must have gone some Justice League level reshoots for this thing. So is this studio the in universe version of Warner Brothers? <laughs> it must be, right? I I don't know if they kept the brains as brains or just repurposed them as afros. <laughs> well, they're still zombies. Yeah, um, but. Why yeah, would they have humanish brains, though? That doesn't make any sense. It's a B-movie. <laughs> and they are aliens, so... Yeah, and it was definitely more Mars Attacks weaning designs in that way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Which, of course, Mars Attacks, they actually... Uh, that, they, they coincided the filming of that with the implosion of an actual casino in uh, Las Vegas. <laughs> As you do. Yeah, which was great. Um, 
And um, and Mater had to come up with this whole speech to say as president before um, before the movie got shut down or at least completely reworked. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They, they they cast Mater as the president and say you got you, we want you to write your own speech. My first thought was, oh god, this is gonna sound real bushy, isn't it? <laughs> hmm. You can definitely tell that the inspiration was like Independence Day. This government does not torture. Yeah. That's a hell of a Mater impression. I watched Blue Collar Comedy Tour a lot growing up. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, of course, the next episode is... This, one, this one's kind of wild because it's Road Rumblers. A.A. the Mad Max episode. Oh, good heavens. Yeah. Yes. So, basically, Lightning and Mater are kind of butting heads and arguing over just stupid stuff that does not matter. And they end up getting... Uh, it's funny because it says uh, car nap, when I'm like, would the proper term be carjacking? Uh, that might be uh, read as somewhat sexual, so they probably want ah! to car napping. Oh my god, no! <laughs> okay, so yeah, they're car napped. Okay. All right, okay, all right. I just um, I have this written in my notes. I don't remember the context, but I I, I think it's uh I I think there's at, I think there's some point. I, I think I think it's somewhere towards the beginning where Mater and Lightning are just slinging insults at each other, uh, one of them, uh, one of them says, uh, you do something, something like a Tesla, or they, they meant, they mentioned Tesla as like a brand of car. <laughs> yeah, yeah! Does Elon <laughs> Musk exist in the Cars universe? You know he looks like one of those blocky no. cyber trucks. <laughs> no, he's obviously he, Elon Musk. Because like, and I'm, a te- and I'm a Tesla pickup truck. Oh, yeah, that's it. The Elon Mustang invented Oh, Tesla. yes. If he's Elon Mustang, does that make him a plug-in hybrid? Did the Cars universe just make James Wynn write about something? Which, me- which means he's also the cyber truck that, uh, that got towed from that guy in She-Hulk. Well, unfortunately, the problem with the Teslas is that they're always, like, having glitches and catching on fire and crashing into <laughs> people. You know, mm. it's, it's very, very sad. No um, problem. That, that brings us back to the the eternal question of the Cars universe. Do cars have to buy car insurance or life insurance? Yeah, it's like asking if Batman has to go to a doctor or a veterinarian. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, of course, they get put into the Thunder Cone. The Thunder Cone! All of these cars... Can't uh, we just get beyond Thundercone? Damn it, you took my joke. <laughs> the Thundercone. And they have that... I, I can't wait to have a Thundercone from the Cozy Cone. Yeah, they, 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 they get brought before Ooh. that queen car, this queen of this faction of uh, road rumblers, whose headdress only looks slightly racist. So, and whose voice should sound very familiar to fans of animation, because she is... um. Ah, uh, crud, I had the pronunciation ready to go. Uh, Tux, uh, Tux, Olagoye. Olagoye. A.K.A. the voice of Mrs. Beakley and the voice of Mel freaking Madarda in Arcane. Yeah, And she was crying too in the Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mm. movie. And she was, uh, Jackie Joyner-Kersey in the ABC sitcom The Neighbors. Mm-hmm. I... Really liked that show, and I missed it. That was a fun show. And, of course, basically this whole um, battle ends up happening between these two factions of Road Warriors. And, um... I love the little forklift drummer they have on the on the, on the the bungee cord. Yeah. 
It's like their version of the Doof I also Warrior. love the detail that uh, all of the cars on the uh, on the quote-unquote enemy side seem to be powered by solar panels. So maybe that's what started their little yeah. <laughs> dispute. Superman! <laughs> oh, maybe it was a turf war started between Elon Musk and the campers. Oh. <laughs> I, but I think it's sort of like with Toy Story, where they're like, "Well, we 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 have to we have to cover all the different kinds of toys." Um, with cars, it's like, "Well, we have to cover all the different like kinds of cars that could possibly exist." Even Teslas. And so it's like we had circus cars, we had road warriors, we had even dinosaur cars. It's like we're just doing everything we could possibly think of. All the toys. I'm sure there will be plenty of toys. <laughs> oh yeah, the cars toys are a freaking mint at this point. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, Lightning gives this whole speech talking about how... Because um, they, they talked to one of the cars and realized that they don't really know why they're fighting. And because they all kind of headed out there to have a good time. And then they ended up fighting and it ended up becoming this whole post-apocalyptic uh, road warrior Great. thing. Yeah, it's kind of like that uh, one Canyon episode of Avatar that everyone hates. <laughs> <laughs> great and great to see Pixar doing their own version of the Great Divide. <laughs> <laughs> and Lightning gives this whole speech, and um, you know about how it's like it's it's time to put these petty squabbles behind you. And it initially doesn't work, and only one of the cars ends up following them out. But then they eventually all realize that they should like actually stop fighting because it's stupid, and they all end up. Uh, leaving and going back to society and scaring Minnie and van away from that gas station i gotta say the the animators that worked on this obviously had so much fun doing oh, absolutely. this mm-hmm. oh yeah also i don't oh, i don't i don't know how yeah. we got Just this like... far without mentioning that steve purcell was the showrunner on this oh he was aka the writer of sam and max thank you aaron shout out to aaron the wolf my buddy <laughs> yeah i i just i just saw uh one of my other animation friends uh Luis Gonzalez at Masusa Gabby. Um, he was like in complete shock that that was the case. That like more a it almost came off as disgust and probably does a bit. But yeah, so uh, Ryan Mead was uh, explaining to him how well he landed at Pixar. That's just. How it is. Now, I will say I am only familiar with Sam and Max via their appearances in Poker Night 2. However, <laughs> uh, from what little I know of it, yeah, this the things that happen in this series do seem right up the alley of that series. And then, of course, we get to the final episode of The Bunch, which is Getting Hitched, uh, where, of course, it's the destination of the whole journey. Uh, and, and then it turns out Nader's about... the groom after all. Ah! <laughs> Sweet home. No. <laughs> no, actually, the twist. And well, uh, actually, the twist is that Mater comes from a family of upper class socialites. Yeah, yeah, he does, which is very funny. Um, Bridgerton now coming to Disney Plus. Yes. Also, the the thing that um, kind of is at the beginning of the episode is they're almost there, and Lightning's talking about how it's going to be really nice to just fly back home. And Mater's thinking, oh, well, I wanted to... Mater's going to think, oh, well, I thought we were going to drive back home, um, because he's really enjoyed doing this road trip with Lightning. So, of course, the the big thing in this episode is 
Um, we meet uh, made her sister, and her name is Mato. Like, like Tomato, but without the toe. Fucking tomato jokes, I swear to God. That was, uh, that was the joke that we were all introduced to Mater himself with. Mm-hmm. All those trailers. Although, I love the nice bit of uh, continuity where um, Mato um, is uh, blue-colored. And we remember in the flashbacks right. in Cars 1, Mater, is, uh, Mater was blue back when you know he still had his hood and was young and everything. Yeah. And also we find out that um, Cruz... Um, her cousin is the groom. This is the episode where she finally shows up. It turns out she's just been doing yeah. literally everything in her off-season from racing. Yeah! <laughs> she's an overachiever. Which, she set up um, a whole damn school. No, she's just, she, well, no, what she really is is a Which, master of the gig economy. She's learning French? Yeah, she is. Wait, how does I it have ever a... work for cars <laughs> in this universe? I actually have a couple questions about that because we see Cruz Ramirez in uh, the Dynaco, uh, in the Dynaco paint, meaning it does take place after Cars Three. Why isn't McQueen blue? Well, well, I mean Ramon is right there, isn't he? Yeah. Well, yeah, but even at the beginning of the show, before he gets the uh, painting makeover, like they say in the first one. Because, you know, new road trip, new paint, new toys. Um, <laughs> but he's still red before he goes out, so why uh, shouldn't he? Yeah. Well, it, it is blue? the off-season, isn't it? He he probably doesn't want to wear that yeah. all the time. Right. Fair enough. He's comfortable in his own skin. He, he probably also wears um, regular... Actually, I'd have to look to see if I can see it up close, but... Uh, he probably doesn't wear racing tires when he's out on the road either, because those don't have like any tread on them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The, the 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 fabulous Hudson Hornet cosplay is only for special events. Yes, I see. But of course, um, it's it turns out that Mater and his sister are like very uh, competitive towards each other. Anything you can do, I can do better. Yes. Mm-hmm. Have that montage of them. Mater had the better landing in the tree. Though. Yeah, the, the the hard cut to them <laughs> just both sitting in the tree got a genuine like cackle out of me when I first watched it. Uh, and, like they do a whole bunch of stuff, including the Cars version of Rock Paper Scissors, which doesn't appear to work. Oh, I just I'm I'm. I'm just reminded of that bit from Venture Brothers where Brock Sampson is doing rock, paper, scissors against Shore Leave. <laughs> it's just, well, um, no, paper beats rock. No, rock is the strongest. Why do you even choose paper? The, the best way for rock, paper, scissors to work is using, like, if there was, like, an external projector for certain symbols within the car dashboard. No, the best way to play rock, mm-hmm. paper, scissors is to add Lizard and Spock, of course. Yes. Yeah. Well, the best <laughs> way to play rock, rock, paper, scissors is to um, need to win against Mr. Fishoder after you've cut yourself and had to go to the hospital because of, uh, or not the hospital, but urgent care because of hemophilia. Uh, <laughs> you have to throw scissors. He's not going to think you're going to throw scissors and it'll work. And this has been your podcast without a cool acronym, Bob's Burgers reference uh, for the episode. Ding, ding, ding. Of course, um, the, the wedding officiator, like, 
you know, is like, okay, I don't have time for this, and and walks out or rolls out, I guess, drives out. Um, and Cruz is I've like, not to worry, to I'm, not to <laughs> not to worry. I'm a wedding officiator too. And she also brings up she's a, a family counselor when uh, when Mater and his sister oh, yeah. are starting to get really heated with each other. This this feels every bit like a preemptive like. Uh, like a preemptive take that towards people who would think Cruz was a Mary Sue, like uh, yeah. or like a take yeah, that not as, not as much as a Mary, Mary Sue in general. Like, oh, you you think those characters are Mary Sues? You haven't seen anything yet, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> She's just good at everything, exactly, and I love it. Cruz is a Jedi. Changed my mind. Mm-hmm. And kind of kind of uh, mirroring the beginning of this show where he's like, you know, that's a lot of meter. Um, Lightning's kind of like, you know, I, I'm ready to just fly back home. And Cruz is like, so you didn't have a good time with Mater? No, Mater's great, but just, you know, it, it, it's a lot going on a whole road trip with him. Because um, you're literally on your feet all the time, so. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, um, Mater gives, gives a speech. Um, and he ends up uh, reusing the speech from the from the movie. <laughs> After, of course, giving a, a very heartfelt <laughs> summation of the series, which, by the way, uh, my other crazy conspiracy theory is that uh, in the speech, Mater actually talks about how, well, uh, we've only got so long to live on this planet, so we should live it to the fullest. I really do believe that his... That his near-death experience in episode three gave Mater a concept of mortality. And he has just been thinking about the entire yeah. rest of the road trip until that speech. Yeah, I, I believe you mean you meant to say Mater Materality there. Oh, God. No, that's so... <laughs> oh, man. I'm Larry the Cable Trooper. Rick and Mater. <laughs> Ghost cars. Oops, ghost car. <laughs> Oops, ghost Yondu. <laughs> Oops, car Satan. <laughs> car Satan, we love you. <laughs> We're all just some jerk fans. This podcast has been uh, deemed unsuitable for people who have never fucking heard of Tony Goldmark. I mean, I think at this point, <laughs> any, anyone listening to this show who hasn't ever seen a Tony Goldmark video is like, you know, what what, what are they still doing here? Because th- this whole podcast was based on Escape from Walt Disney in the first place. So mm-hmm. they are welcome to pause the podcast here, watch all of Tony's videos, and then come back and complain to us in that order. Yes. Almost at episode 100. Yeah. Um, and then Lightning ends up deciding that he does want to go on a road trip back to Radiator Springs instead of uh, just flying home. And that's kind of oh, it. And I love the cold ending. At, uh, the post credit scene at the end where they figure out, where they wonder where they were spending their honeymoon. Oh, yeah. And it's the tire maze. 
Which makes sense. They traveled all that way. They're going to be tired. Kaboom! Get all the callbacks into the finale. <laughs> and and then and then they they have trouble finding their way out. So they just stay there and do whatever. <laughs> like the one episode of Gravity Falls where they go on the road trip and then Seuss gets lost in the corn maze. So overall, I think this was a really fun series. I think the idea of doing a road trip series based on cars was kind of genius. So oh yeah. I, I feel like this show really lends itself well to the strengths of the characters because the characters as they are, as much as I love the series, they really aren't the strongest characters. They're more along the lines of uh, archetypes. And the best thing you can do with archetypes is put them on a journey and see how they react to each other, which is something, like I said, Cars 2 wasn't uh, tried to do, but wasn't very good at. But the shorter format, I feel, really helped them uh, focus in on the gags and yeah it's just a consistently funny series and i can't wait for season two it'll be interesting if it does yeah. all they need is another reason for there to be a road trip mm-hmm. well they're trying to get back to radiator springs yeah this was a really cute series i quite enjoyed binging all nine episodes of this it's kind of interesting because this is one of the few times where they've actually like well, they actually will drop, like, this is the whole series, but it's short, so it, it makes more sense like that, I guess. If we were on that other podcast, I would give this mm-hmm. a very solid Disney+. Plus. Yes. Yes, this gets a very solid Disney+. Plus. Uh, keep, keep the tires. Keep the tires. <laughs> I need to find something that we can do to be consistent, but I haven't thought of anything, so I don't know. A cool acronym or an uncool acronym? The cool acronym, <laughs> yes! <laughs> This is a very cool acronym. Uh, no, that's <laughs> that, that's the thing. Every episode we end with, hey, where's the ending bit? Uh, <laughs> so, does anyone have well, anything they want to plug? Um, I guess I'll I'll start my my I'm on Twitter at the Nick Fan Club. My Instagram is Scott Sandler ninety four. I have been on um I've been on this podcast many times and i ju- i was just on the uh back on the emperor's new podcast at podcast tnp after a four three and a half month hiatus uh we're starting to dive back into the back half of the uh the second and final season of the emperor's new school and the latest episode was Citizen Kronk and the Pajama Lama Dilemma. And. Lama incident. Well, it's mid September and there's still the. Um, I've, there's still two episodes of the Realm of Immersion that I recorded last, for last Halloween that are still uh, awaiting release. Hopefully, now that we've circled back around again. Maybe Hopefully this year. Hopefully, because mm-hmm. <laughs> those were really fun. Yeah, especially the Muppets Haunted Mansion one. Um, That's on time. <laughs> yeah. Um, Warning, any pop and... culture references in that episode maybe be out of date. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the plugs, unfortunately. Yeah, um, uh, all, uh, I, I would probably see, if, uh, I would probably ask Andrew, it's like, hey, could we record new plugs for that? Yeah, it would, it would definitely be the right. Um, 
and I've been writing for Culture Swite. I, I, this past weekend at D23, I did, um, I wrote up that the casting for Ezra Bridger in Ahsoka and presumably um, other live action Star Wars series going forward just because why, why waste Ezra Bridger, your protagonist of a major series, for just one live action series when there's probably plenty more to do with him. And then I did the, uh, I, I wrote about uh, Pixar's other announcements than, uh, besides Inside Out 2, because someone else got that, and that was fine. And then I did the Ant-Man and the Wasp part of the Marvel presentation. I was especially uh, pr- proud of that title because I um, not only did I have the um, basic part of the title, but I also added Woo's back, Randall Park's Jimmy Woo. And um, I also did the uh, the Tales of the Jedi trailer uh, and release date article, plus the entire. I, I summed up the Parks panel. Which I also, which Chandler and I also did with um, Matt Lavasser of uh, about to be of Ichiwak Productions. So there's another editing marathon that that'll be. Um, I do be, not envy Matt editing that whole thing. I do not envy him having to edit that whole thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it was, was still it was still a fun time. Yeah. Uh, Taylor, did you want to go next, or? Uh, yeah, sure, I can. Um, <clears throat> well, uh, as was said at the beginning, I am at Thesbis64 on basically all the socials. That's uh, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, uh, where I have two multi-part uh, Walt Disney World uh, v- vlogs, uh, one from t- summer of 2018, one- no, one from fall of 2018, one from the summer of 2021, uh, I have also been on one singular episode of The Emperor's New Podcast, uh, covering Season 1, Episode 11 of The Emperor's New School, uh, Fortune Cookie Day and Gold Fools. Uh, note, however, that that episode is presented as originally depicted and may contain outdated cultural depictions of myself and my gender identity. Um, otherwise... I don't think I have very much to plug, so I'll turn it over to whoever wants to go next. Let's loosen up the old necker. Here we go. Okay. As always, you can find me on Twitter at dgill2295. I've just recently finished up my live tweet of the live-action Pinocchio on Disney Plus Day, as voted by my wonderful followers. He says, wonderful, with uh, strained teeth and a shotgun smile. (laughs) Um, You can also find me on YouTube at uh, dgillvids and also on TikTok at at, at dgill underscore dg1722. And speaking of uh, YouTube, I actually recently did a video with my buddy Aaron the Wolf. I helped add a couple of jokes to his incredibly popular um, Skywalker Saga, The Problems with Modern Lego Games video. So be sure to check that out. And speaking of gaming and my YouTube channel, my YouTube channel 
Um, my occasional gaming show, D Gaming, will be returning October 4th when Overwatch 2 goes live. I'll have plenty of new plays to show off and I'll be ready to ring in the new year and the holidays with uh, my, my little crazy gaming play show. So be sure to uh, like and subscribe there if you can. And keep listening to the podcast. We love love doing work on the podcast without a cool acronym. Yep. You can follow me on Twitter at Starport97 and at the YouTube channel Starport97, as well as this podcast at Ad Podcast Acronym. If you like this and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe. I'm on all the usual places, Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and I'm now available on iHeartRadio and Audible. Leave us a review, give us five stars, and share us with your friends. I've got a handful of episodes of my flagship show, Theme Park Backlot, on my YouTube channel. I also visited a whole bunch of parks across the Midwest last summer, and I'm slowly working on getting those vlogs finished. The Holiday World video is finally out, so definitely go check that out. I'm working on getting the Cedar Point video edited, but I don't know how long that's going to take me. And I will definitely be making more videos about my more recent trips that I've taken, but I have to get through the backlog of old stuff I haven't edited yet first before I do those. Some of those parks are actually parks that I also visited last year, so... If you want to support me even more, be sure to check out my new and improved Patreon! That's right, I actually have a Patreon again. Patreon.com slash Starport97. Just a dollar a month gets you early access to new episodes of this podcast one day early, and new videos at least one week early. Sometimes more if I haven't finished the next one quite on time. And be sure to join us next time when we go back to Brisbane, Australia to talk once again about Bluey, specifically Season 3, which just dropped on Disney+. Plus right here on the podcast without a cool acronym. Turn it over, no reset, then the transition started. Lay it hard upon the horn, shades in position on it. Check the mirrors and the gauges, fuel injector punch it. All in all together, honking, everybody knows we're coming. It's a truck thing. It's a truck Personalized gas caps. Ah, they never have my name.